This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 619, how to introduce yourself in an academic setting in English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 16 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to instantly download your transcript from today's episode, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash transcripts, allearsenglish.com forward slash T-R-A-N-S-C-R-I-P-T-S. You never get a second chance to make a first impression. Today, find out the phrases you need to introduce yourself in academia in the U.S. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. How's it going, Michelle? How are you doing? Pretty good, Lindsay. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm excited because this weekend I'm going to Lake Placid and we signed up to try the bobsled. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. You have to take pictures. Oh my God. It's it's so fast. It's going to be so fast and scary. I'm, <laughs> so, I'm so excited. I'm looking forward to it, but I'm a little scared. Uh-huh. So I'll tell you how it is when I come okay, back. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Can't wait to hear about it. I know. And Michelle, we want to say thank you today to two people who reviewed us in the iTunes store. Guys, thank you so much to these two people. We're going to read out their names. Um, let's go ahead. So thank you to Fernando Toledo 23 from Mexico. And thank you to Jason Kai XF from China. Guys, these two reviews are awesome. Normally we get more like five or six a week. So I don't know. You guys are slacking off here or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, guys, we love, we love your reviews. It's so nice to hear from you. Um, so please, please leave us for them. Thank you to those who did. Yeah, go on over, leave us a review in the iTunes store. Keep us motivated, guys. That's how we get motivated. We want to hear from you and make sure that this show is impacting your life, okay? So let us know what you think about the show in iTunes. Also, I want to say a special thank you to David, who left us a nice voice message. He's an ESL teacher from Brazil, and we appreciated that. So thank you to David. Thank (laughs) you. Okay. Michelle, what are we talking about today? Today, we are going to talk and introduce ourselves in an academic academic setting. Hello. I know. So I was talking to one of my students here who's preparing to come to the U.S. and study in an academic environment. And this particular student wanted some phrases and wanted to practice how to introduce herself in this academic environment. Okay. So, and this is a good time to do this because it is sort of, I guess by now it's the middle of the semester, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's the beginning of the school year. So maybe you are getting a master's or a PhD, or maybe you're doing your undergraduate abroad. You need to be able to introduce yourself, right? You need to say what you're, what you're studying, what your major is, what your research is. Yeah. And I love that famous quote, Michelle. What is that famous quote that's always out there in our culture? 
You never get a second chance to make a first impression. Ooh, good one. Do you agree? <laughs> Do you agree with this? Yeah, well, of course. I mean, a first impression is a first impression. You can't get it back. I mean, no. I don't. I mean, you, it's possible to like change, you know, people's image of you, but still, the first impression is the first one. Yeah, but do you think that people's first impression of you is stronger? Like, sets the foundation in a, um, like in a more in a stronger way. Like that, it's hard to change people's impression of you after the first time. What do you think? I I think so, but I also think it depends on the context. I mean, like, yeah, I, I definitely I've had friends where I met them the first time and I didn't like them or something like that. Or we had kind of yeah. like a hit it off in the wrong foot. Like, you know, we just yeah. wasn't right. And then you become friends or, or the opposite where you're friends and then, it, you know, so yeah. it, it really, it depends, but I think it doesn't, it, it like this quote is still very strong and we should think about our first impressions. We definitely should. Yeah, no, you're right. I've had those situations too on both sides. And I thought this was like a famous proverb, but it, it, it is kind of famous. I guess it, it's attributed to Harlan Hogan and it was from a head and shoulders commercial in the 1980s. That's where I was able to trace it back to kind of interesting. So uh-huh. it looks like, um, head and shoulders or, uh, the brand came up with this slogan as far as I can see. But interesting stuff. Head and Shoulders, by the way, is a dandruff shampoo. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So a shampoo to prevent dandruff. So very interesting. Very interesting. So when we're introducing ourselves, who are we actually introducing ourselves to for today's episode? Who are we thinking about, Michelle? Um, well, it could be a lot of people, right? It could be your, your research team at first or other research teams, right? Yep. Yep. Or your professor. Mm-hmm. Or other students, like a study group. Mm-hmm. Or or mentors, right? So other professors, professionals in your field, that's very important because everyone wants and needs a good mentor, especially if you're in academia. You really want to have a nice rapport with a mentor. And right. again, you never get a second chance to make a first <laughs> <laughs> And I feel like I'm in the commercial. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> so... All right, so today we're going to break this down by two forms of self-introduction. The first way is just a two-way conversation. I'm envisioning you're standing up and both people are participating. You stick out your hand, you shake hands. It's kind of maybe at an event and it's going back and forth. It's not just you speaking. But the second way is more of a monologue. And this mm-hmm. happens a lot in school, right? Yeah. When I was in graduate school, I used to hate these these <laughs> self-introductions. I mean, you know, your teacher, first day of class or anytime a new group comes together, the teacher asks you to stand up and introduce yourself. So right. we're going to give you <laughs> phrases that work for both. Would you yeah. tend to get nervous in those contexts, Michelle, when you had to introduce yourself to, to a in large which, group? In which one? To the like <laughs> number two, the second number two. One. Yes, it's funny because I'm not. I don't. I don't get nervous even when I have to do a presentation. I mean, of course, everyone does a little bit. For some, for some reason, when it's that like icebreaker mode when you have to go around and even just say your name and where you're from or whatever. Yes. For some reason, as like, you know, it gets closer and closer to you, you're like, oh my gosh. And you're, it's so weird. I know. I had it too. I I was really quick in graduate school. I used to get really nervous when I was 
uh, participating in class. I think it's because you have so much time to anticipate, like you're going around the room and you're thinking about what you're going to say. And I don't know, for me, it probably goes back to like anxieties from school days and, you know, maybe saying the wrong thing once and getting criticized by the teacher. Who knows? These things are deep seated. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. Anxieties. Ugh. But that's okay, guys, because we're going to make it easier for you. So if you're in the US and, you know, and I'm guessing a good portion of our listeners are here in an academic setting, you're going to get some of the phrases that you need to be more confident in these situations today. So a couple of vocabulary words that we want to get out on the table first are what, Michelle? What's the first one? In these episodes, we offer you new vocabulary words every single day. So what you should be doing is going back and taking a closer look at the vocabulary words that we use on the show. The tool that you need to do that is the transcripts. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash transcripts, underline the vocabulary words, and then go find a native speaking partner to practice them with. Allearsenglish.com forward slash transcripts. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Um, it's major and minor. Yeah. So what's so, a major? A major is like your main field of study. Like that's what you're going to get your degree in, right? Right. And mm-hmm. and your minor, it's like your secondary interest or <laughs> field of study, yeah. right? And does everyone have a minor necessarily? No. 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 Yeah, I didn't have a minor. I mean, Me I didn't either. Like I, most schools don't really even encourage you to declare a minor. I don't see what the point. I mean, maybe some people double major too. And now this is just though for undergraduate, right, Michelle? Yeah. 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 What was your major in school? Theater. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What about you? Mine was psychology, of course. That's Uh, why I like to go into all these. Yeah. Yeah. I would have liked to do psychology too. Oh, it's so interesting. It's yeah. funny how on this show, like, I can see how both of our undergraduate majors come out in the show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's true. That's really interesting. But uh, so major, guys, is just for your college years, which is undergraduate, right? Ages 18 to 22, more or less. Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So the next word is research focus or interest, Mm -hmm. okay? And usually that's when you get more into your master's degree or your PhD, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then we have thesis. Did you Mm. write a thesis in your graduate program, Michelle? Did you write a thesis? Um, not Not an official thesis, no, did you? I wrote, well, yeah, it wasn't called a thesis, but it was right. a in-depth kind of research project and like probably a 50-page paper. So it might as oh, well have been a thesis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I actually studied. Yeah. I don't um, think, I don't think I did that, but, but we did a lot of, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> now, now it's fading from my memory exactly the big projects I did. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. And then the last one is just PhD or doctorate. And if you guys are, obviously, if you're in academia, you're already here, you know those terms. So let's go through here. And we've broken this down in a couple of steps. And we're going to give you guys the vocabulary that you need. So first one is just say your name, right? And we know this, right? We say, hi, my name is Lindsay or... Or, hi, my name is Michelle. Or, hi, yeah. I'm Michelle. <laughs> exactly. Pretty simple. And then next, we're going to say where we're from, right? If you're asked, um, you know, because the thing is, oftentimes when, when someone hears a native accent, they're going to ask where you're from. That's going to be the first question. Mm-hmm. So, you should anticipate that, you know. I'm from Brazil, right? Mm-hmm. Michelle, what mm-hmm. else could you say? Sorry, I like lost my spot. Here we go. Okay. Um, yeah, you could say I'm here from France for the next year. Or you could say I grew up in Japan, but I've been living in the US for the past 10 years. So these are three right. different ways to say where we're from. I'm from somewhere or I'm mm-hmm. here from somewhere mm-hmm. or I grew mm-hmm. up in some country. Okay. Yeah, those are all good. Yeah. Yeah, we're trying to give you guys some... Obviously, we know that you guys learned I'm from... XYZ country in school, day one of English, but we're trying to give you guys a variety. Okay. Right. So use this variety. Yeah. What's next, Michelle? Um, The next one is that you should say where in the university you work or study, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So give people a little background. uh, Like, you know, it gets, it basically gets narrower and narrower if you think about it. You know, it starts out. It does. Uh, My name, I'm from, and then you get a little smaller, right? Where, more specific to this university. Yeah. And then we're going to get even more narrow when we talk about our research focus. But so we say where in the university we work or study. So we could say I'm doing my PhD here in art therapy Mm -hmm. or. Right. Or you could say I'm taking classes at the graduate level in chemistry. Ooh, wow. That sounds hard. (laughs) 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 We could say I'm working. Yeah. I'm working on my thesis in exercise science right now. Okay. Mm, that's <laughs> good so that's where we talk about why we're there why are we at that university what are we doing there and then we're going to narrow it down even more if you're at the phd or the master's level you're probably especially if you're at the phd level you probably have a specific research interest okay mm-hmm. so yeah. you're going to want to be able to talk about that right, right so for sure how what are two or three ways michelle that we could do that well, I'm glad you asked, Lindsay. Um, oh, one way, yes. <laughs> one way is you could say, I'm interested in the relationship between anxiety and parental caretaking roles. I'm interested Ooh. in. Yeah, that sounds like something that my mom would be, would have been interested in because she is a developmental psychologist. So she got oh. her PhD in child psychology. And she taught, oh. and that's definitely yeah, it's interesting. Really, if you look at like the development of a child, emotional, social development, super interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So oh, yeah. what else could you say? So yeah, so you said I'm interested in something, mm-hmm. and then we could say my research focus is the connection mm. between addiction and empathy or whatever it is. You know, my mm-hmm. research focus is, that's the phrase we're teaching you guys here, okay? Right, right. Or you could say, I'm doing my master's thesis on culture shock that Indian professionals experience while working in Boston. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Mm-hmm. So that was what I did. I did, that's kind of what I did my thesis on. I studied um, the experience of Indian, I think, I can't remember if it was professionals or students, graduate students in Boston, like what it you was did? like That's for them to cool. live. Yeah, it was cool. It was interesting. 
Yeah, it met a lot of nice people. So that was fun. Good. And then, okay, so the fourth way we could mm-hmm. introduce what we're studying, I'm investigating ways in which exercise changes the composition of our brains. Okay. <laughs> so the phrase is, I'm investigating the ways in which, right? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. These are kind of, these are higher level. I like these phrases. I like them too. I like them too. (laughs) Um, And then the last thing is we need phrases to ask, right, other people what they're doing. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I would like to say like, what are you working on is something Mm -hmm. we could say. Mm -hmm. Right. So this is more, this is probably not for standing up in front of the class, right? No, right. So we're exactly, we're going to have two role plays just after this. One of them is going to show you the monologue where you're not talking to anyone. And the Mm -hmm. second one is going to show you where these phrases come in when it's an exchange. Right, right. So yeah, so you said, what are you working on? You could also say, are you doing your master's? Right. Or are you doing your PhD? Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is, how about you? What are you studying? Nice. Okay. So now we have the phrases. I know we threw a bunch of phrases at you guys and you're really, you're going to want to go back, get the transcripts today at allearsenglish.com forward slash transcripts. And you're going to want to go over these phrases again, because some of these are kind of high level, right? For example, you know, I'm investigating the ways in which, okay, mm-hmm. but we want to be, we want to be able to say this. I mean, if we're in academia in the US, we need to make a good impression. So, Guys, I want you to go back, listen to this again, get the transcripts, but now we're going to go into these conversations. Okay. So, okay. Michelle, All this right, first so one, what go. are, yeah, but what are we doing in the first one? Is this the two way oh. or is this the monologue? This is a two way. Yeah. This is the two way. So, this one in my mind could be a little more casual. Mm-hmm. So, here we go. <clears throat> oh, hi. I'm Michelle. Uh, I'm Lindsay. Uh, where are you from, Michelle? I'm from Japan, Osaka but I've been living in the U.S. for the past 10 years or so. I'm doing my PhD here in art therapy. Oh, wow. That sounds interesting. What area of art therapy are you focusing on? I'm interested in how art therapy can help elderly people with dementia. Wow. Sounds fascinating. How about you? What are you studying? Okay. And that's that. That's the role play there. So mm-hmm. I like that. So you and immediately what the the person heard your accent, we're going to assume that and they asked where you were from, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you mm-hmm. said, I'm from Japan, Osaka. Mm-hmm. Here's a little bonus phrase. You said, I've been living in the US for the past 10 years or so. That's interesting, right. isn't it? Right, right. That means like, not exactly, but around that. Yeah, I think that's quite native, guys, quite natural. If you can use that, I would definitely throw that into your phrases when you're estimating something. Oh, the last 10 years or so. He'll be here in about 10 minutes or so. Right? right. Very, very useful, I think. Right, right, right. Do you think it means more like or more? Like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of it. What do you mean? Like, like I'm trying to like, if I say for the past 10 years or so, do I mean that mm-hmm. it could be less or am I more saying like it could be more or both? I, do think, you think? I think you're saying more or less. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think you're just estimating. It might be nine. It might be 11. It might right, be 10 right, and a right. half. Right. Yeah, that so, just got me thinking for some reason. I'm like, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just an estimate. And then yeah. and then you said, I'm doing my PhD here in art therapy. Okay, mm-hmm. so you're explaining what you're doing. Uh-huh. And then I say, uh, wait, then I say, yes, I say, I'm interested in how yeah. art therapy can help elderly people with dementia. 
Right. And this is similar to I'm interested in the ways in which. Okay. So if I say I'm interested in the ways in which it's a little bit wordy, you can say it. Um, but another way is to say I'm interested in how. Okay. Mm -hmm. Good. Yeah. I like that. So that's the one-on-one, one-to-one conversation, which would more likely happen in like a happy hour or some kind of networking event with the school. And how about the monologue? Let's do it. You get to do it, Michelle. Lucky you. Oh, boy. Okay, (laughs) here we go. So I'll just say to you, Michelle, you have the floor whenever you're ready. Hi, everyone. My name is Michelle. I'm here from France for the next year. I'm working on my thesis in exercise science right now. Specifically, I'm investigating ways in which exercises chain, in which exercise changes the chemical, the chemical composition of our brains. Looking forward to meeting you all. Oh, that was very articulate, Michelle. Very nice. I like that one. I think that's pretty typical. You know, sometimes the teacher, if you're in a class, you're doing a self-introduction, the teacher does tell you what to say. So in that, but if they don't, if they just tell you to stand up, I think this would be perfect because yeah. it's it's brief enough, it's concise, but it's also giving a little more detail, giving people a little bit of a sense of what you're interested in. Yeah. So, yeah. so what did you say? You said, I'm here from France for the next year, right? Instead of saying, I'm from France, you're saying, I'm here from yeah, okay. France. Mm-hmm. And I say, I'm working on my thesis in exercise science right now. Good. And then you said specifically. I love that specifically. It's a nice transition phrase and you're getting more specific. I'm investigating the ways in which exercise changes the brain. Cool. Uh huh. Cool, cool. Um, so that's it. I mean, that here we've shown our listeners two different ways to introduce yourselves, guys, in an academic setting. So what are some final tips for our listeners if they're nervous about kind of introducing themselves? Yeah. So for the self-introduction, just like keep it short and sweet. Like don't go on, don't ramble, you know, just get to the point and say some interesting things that people need to know or you'd like for them to know. And you don't have to try and be funny, but don't be too serious either. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And for the two-way conversation, not so much the monologue. Well, I guess the monologue, too. You can see how people feel how they're looking at you. But especially for the two-way, you want to really attune to the person's cues. Um, and, you know, are they bored? Are they dropping eye contact with you? Are you saying too much? Are you, or are you saying too little? Do they want to know more? Right? Mm-hmm. But don't be thrown off if they ask you to repeat something. Could just expect that. Don't worry about it if you have to repeat. That's fine. You just, the point is connection, right? We're trying to connect and that's what we need to do. Right, right, right. For sure. So, Michelle, first impressions are important, but uh, everyone's nervous. So, guys, don't sweat it too much. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for sure. Awesome. Well, wow, we've learned a lot today. Yeah, I know. It's kind of a long episode, but this is good, guys. Again, go back, get the transcripts, allearsenglish.com forward slash transcripts, and drop us any follow-up questions on the blog at allearsenglish.com. All right? All right. Awesome. Have a good one. Oh. Okay, Michelle. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time.